Check the mic and make sure it sound right, boys. What's up, everybody? It's your girl, Jay Danae here, your host of Hotivities. I'm so, so, so excited about today's conversation. I have a very, very special guest. Her name is Shawnee. Number one, she's my cousin, but number two, she is like all around a dope individual. So if you, if you would like to, you know, give them a little bit more of an introduction, you can. Hey, y'all. Uh, my name is Shawnee Phillips. Um, I go by Shawnee Showbiz or DJ Shea Bay Bay. Um, I am currently a teacher with uh, By the Hand Club for Kids. It is a uh, Christian nonprofit organization that takes children by the hand from kindergarten to college and gives them life more abundantly, my body and soul. Um, and I've been there for about three years. Well, going into three school years, I think. Okay. <sighs> I'd have been there for so long, but yeah. Um, <laughs> Like Jay said, we are family, mm-hmm. and we are literally like twin twin cousins, bro. Yeah. Like we have the same interests and stuff. It is crazy. Yeah, I'm so 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 happy. Like I just feel like, like I know that we both pretty much share like similar opinions on things. But I know that you have a very distinct way of, like, communicating how you feel mm-hmm. about stuff. And that's why I was just like, I have to get her on here because <laughs> you do not care. Like, I you, don't. You do not. It is not. Listen, there's no favor of, like, audiences or nothing. Like, you're literally you at all times. And I just, I appreciate people like that. So, um, you yeah, know, so let's, it, it really comes from... Uh, growing up not being able to do that right like I I grew up like having to be a certain way having to act a certain way um, having to care about what I say on the internet no you can't cuss on the internet your family's on there my goodness what are they going to think? <laughs> oh no, the British are coming. Okay, like, dramatic. Can't I, I? I just I woke up one day. I was like, I cannot live like this. Mm-hmm. So I also like a lot of people couldn't take me at a hundred percent. So I learned not to water myself down because people can't take me at a hundred percent. Right. So that that's where it all comes from. And I thoroughly enjoy doing it. It has gotten me to rub elbows with so many people. Um, I'm easy to make friends with, like, literally. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm very much a social butterfly. And, like, all of my report cards always said that I talk too much. Same. Um, parent-teacher conferences, you know. She's she's a very good student, but she she just she's a little chatty. Yep, that was her favorite word. Like, I can't help it. So yeah, yeah. so crazy. Um, I have like a similar experience of basically 
just being afraid of my own voice because of like my elders um just always trying to shut somebody up especially if they didn't like what was coming out of your mouth so it took a few years for me to find my voice and just uh amplify it really and you know that's why basically why this this podcast was born just having all this inside of me that you know i feel like it would be communicated better if it was spoken rather than written so uh, absolutely so yeah i've spoken on the topic that we're actually gonna oh, no i've written on it the topic that we're gonna speak about today which is codependency mm-hmm. uh, just like and not even just in the context of romantic relationships but also yep. friendships like just how people have some people have a very unhealthy um just dependence on the people around them and they just make people uh overly responsible for them mm. and uh when i was brainstorming about this recently i thought about you because and it's so funny because i know i know that you're in a committed relationship mm-hmm. but not everybody knows because you're not <laughs> it's like you you love them but you're not like oh my god what would i be without this person just consuming your every waking moment with right you're with and putting it all over your social media like it's nothing wrong with of course expressing your love but mm-hmm. when we know your partner more than we know you i just feel like that is just a bit much <laughs> so yeah uh, yeah I, I just i just thought you'd be the perfect per- perfect person for this conversation I appreciate that because you know people be like I'll see people in in public, and and they'll be like y'all y'all still together and I'm like yeah we've been together for so long, and then they're like well you don't never really post them you know it's, it's, I can't tell if you're single if you're not and I'm like yeah mind the business that pays you hello like <laughs> you don't know. You don't need to know what we have going on. Like exactly. Like and he and I, I don't I don't seek validation and having to be posted. That irritates me more than anything. <laughs> like I ugh, look, I'm I'm okay with knowing the truth. Right. And I know the truth and the facts. The truth is that he exists and the facts is that so do I and I will slap you. That's yeah. it. That's so simple. It's so simple and easily understood. <laughs> but I want to know, like, have you always been this way where you didn't need all of that extra validation? No. Okay. Um, I started... So, here's the thing. Uh, it, it's like a, if I knew then what I know now type of situation. Mm-hmm. Um, I did not have self-esteem um when i was able to like really date like i had my little cute little boyfriends in elementary school right you know but like i started having low self-esteem probably around seventh grade okay um i encountered a new crowd of personalities like so my my grammar school i've known them from first at the time, I had known them from first to sixth grade. Mm-hmm. So I hadn't gone to school with any, anybody else. And now going to school with newer people and different personalities, they came from different schools. Um, our intelligence levels, I mean, everybody, we weren't all like slow, but 
you know, like some people went to gifted schools and my school was just like a neighborhood school mm-hmm. that I excelled in. I did well in. So it wasn't like I, I didn't feel confident, but I, I, I left, I left, I lost my self-esteem around that time because during that time, that's when the tagged and the MySpace era was like, coming out of only being for a certain age group and then we invaded it. And I guess you know how people feel about social media now, how you look at Instagram models and uh, everybody doing a nip tuck and uh, a a collagen shot or whatever it is that they do to enhance their bodies. Mm -hmm. They they base it off of social media. I think that was kind of the beginning of it all. Yes. And... I was always a bigger child. Well, I was like kind of skinny when I was in preschool, but like I probably didn't start getting chubby for real for real until about maybe fourth grade. Okay. But I had been picked on about my looks all my life. Just as a, as a shorty, I was able to just get past that. But seventh grade, it started to hit different. And I think maybe it was because um, you know, you're still in the age of puberty where your home, your hormones are going crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, the boys' voices are starting to deepen and the hairs is coming in and you're starting to see them in a different light. And it's like, oh, I see you in a different light, but you don't see me in that same light that I see you. Right. So then it's like, yikes. Oh, man. And then when that gets publicized and you get ridiculed for it, um, and it start it starts to set in like oh, I don't match up to what they like. Mm-hmm. So it started that way, and it kind of carried on for some years. I mean, I had guys that liked me in and out, um, but in the back of my mind, it was always like, "Do you really like me? Why do you like me?" Yeah. Um, is this is this a joke? You playing with my feelings right now? What's going on? I don't think I started to really like feel myself until um, maybe. Okay. So I I went through like two phases of it. Mm -hmm. So first it was like maybe around junior, senior year. Um, I had dates, was feeling myself, stayed getting my hair done. I knew how to dress. Um, so that was kind of making me, you know, feel good about myself. And then I got to college. And it's literally a different world than where you come from. Yes, it is. I went to the Alabama State University where when we teach class, the world takes note. And I started to see different types of groups of people all on the same campus. And it made my head spin. hmm So then I found myself trying to conform into what it was that they wanted to see. And then I woke up one day and it was just like, why? I don't care about this. Mm -hmm. I mean, you're going to take me for who I am regardless. I don't remember what day that was, but it doesn't matter now. Right. Um, And I, I, and I just started to walk in that confidence. Now, I'm not saying that I don't have my days. Because I still, right now, 
if, if Dr. Miami slid in my DMs and said, hey, you want a BBL? Hey, what day? You hear me? <laughs> <laughs> What's up? You know, because I can use some cakes. I got flapjacks. <laughs> so, you know, I, I still feel the way about that, but it's it's all about how you carry yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's what I do. I just I just carry myself a certain way. I I live through my personality. I live out loud. I wear a lot of graphic T-shirts. I have. Some people can argue that it's an unhealthy love. I love graphic T-shirts. I love sarcasm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and at work, they live for my shirts. I have a shirt that says another fine day ruined by responsibility. I wore that in front of the CEO of my job. Wow. Who got a kick out of it. Uh, yeah, it's, yeah. Wow. So no, I have not always been that way, but <laughs> here I am. Wow, that is honestly a beautiful like transformation. And it's so similar to mine. Like, you know, just, I don't know. Like, it was just this was something about like hood schools where okay, if you don't already have tough skin, you are going to eventually get it, and yep. it's gonna be either a painful journey or a painful journey. Like, right. I, I just feel like nobody had like a really, really like easy time throughout going to school in the hood. So, um. Yeah, that that uh, like initially was a very very strong attack on how I viewed myself. Uh, but I'm wondering for you, because this is definitely true for me. I thought that a relationship will automatically make me view myself better. I used to think that way too. Okay. Yeah. I have strong, strong like desire for a boyfriend. <laughs> yeah, I was terrible. Oh man, like when when I look back on my Facebook memories, I'll be like, hey, Mark Zuckerberg, you can go to hell because who asked you for this? Uh-huh. Right. Ugh, <laughs> this is cringe. Like, I used to talk like this and feel like this. You know, like, who did I think I was? I need to be smacked. Yep. I mean, the uppercase, lowercase, my goodness, the double eyes, yep. the asterisk. The Z at the end instead of the S. Oh, man. Woo! Or the SZ. Oh! The Qs for Gs. My goodness. I am disgusted. My goodness. And then the fact that I had the nerve to go into the field of English. See. I'm disgusted. I'm <laughs> disgusted. But, um, girl, I forgot what I was talking about. Oh, right. Uh, so, it, you kind of get in the mindset that um, you got to be validated by other people yep. in order to have worth. Yep. Like a celebrity means nothing to nobody if nobody knows them you're not you're not a celebrity if you're not well known mm-hmm. so we get caught up in that and especially for a lot of people who are conditioned to 
you know, you're born, you live to get married and to have kids, yep. and then you die. People, oftentimes women are conditioned to become wives and mothers. Yeah. Sometimes, and I'm going to say sometimes because of what I've seen. Sometimes men are conditioned to become husbands. Other times men are conditioned to be like, yeah, I could have a wife, but I want my wife to have the same qualities as my mama. Yep. And that culture is really overbearing and it seeps into everything that you do. Mm Mm-hmm. It becomes a lifestyle. They say that after you do something for 21 days, it's a habit. Yeah. You, it, it, it happens subconsciously and it happens quickly. And you, you, you kind of, it, it's like, that's your ultimate goal. Yep. And then for a lot of people, it's like, wow, I've achieved my ultimate goal. I'm married. Now I got to have a kid. Ooh, I had a kid. Let me have another one. Ooh, I had another kid. I'm tired of having another kid, but if I got one more, I ain't mad. Okay. Three's a crowd. So what next? Then you get caught up in, in the life of being a wife and a mom and you lose your individuality. Yep. And now you're, you're stuck in your box and you don't know where you went wrong. So now you can't blame your kids because, you know, you had 50% of the action in creating those kids. So now you have to blame whoever you with or whoever gave you the, like, who, like you, you have somebody to blame it on that is not you. Exactly. And then there's an issue of miscommunication. And it's, it's, it's a whole domino effect. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Well, that just takes me back to what I said earlier about just placing this strong responsibility on others for just for stuff that you should do for you. Like prior to getting married or prior to even developing a relationship, I feel like you have a responsibility to yourself to solidify who you are. And whatever means you choose to accomplish that, you need to do it. Because if you don't, in a way, you'll kind of like turn into like a a shapeshifter. Like wherever you are, whatever role you in, you become that role. And then the next role or position you get into, you become that. While everybody else is evolving, you're just shifting here and there. But you never really become exactly who you're supposed to be or you never really mature. It's just your roles change. And I think it's unfortunate because it's like a very, very um, silent struggle because from the outside looking in, it just seems like you're doing what you're supposed to do and you should be happy that you're able to do this. And you look successful because everybody's smiling around you because everybody else is fulfilled because what you're doing for them and all of that. But Mm -hmm. it's, it's a lack of, let me check in and see, like, how, what are you doing for you? And um, I, I just really, I don't know. It's just, like, just people skipping steps. Like, if I do this, then I'll, 
I'll find out who I really am. Like, no, you should find out who you really are before you start these things. Also, keep in mind that you don't stop growing or you don't stop learning about yourself just because of the situation that you're in. Yeah. People who are married are still learning about themselves. Mm-hmm. Especially if it's your first marriage. It, it, actually, it don't even matter what marriage you're in. Because you're, if you're not marrying the same person more than once, you're still learning people. And people still don't even know themselves. People change. We're like chameleons. Yeah. We adapt with our environment. What I might have accepted at the age of 21, I may not accept at the age of 35. Exactly. What works for me at the age of 35 might not work for me at the age of 40. What happens yesterday might not work next Friday. Mm-hmm. So we we have to keep that in mind too. Like people be trying to put time stamps on stuff when it comes to growth and relationships. And it's like, stop doing that. That is true. That is true. Like people are different. If we were all the same, Lord. It'd be boring. <laughs> we probably would be wiped out. Yeah. Like, I have the strong belief that the work starts with you first. Mm-hmm. And you can't, you really just can't lean on your relationships, whether romantic or not, so much so that you just lose your own self accountability. Right. Like, it's not up to your kids for you to find out who you are, it's not up to your husband for you to find out who you are. You know, this is, this yep. is an internal thing. And, you know, when you, when you don't realize that responsibility, you just grow, like, you develop this uh, resentment toward others around you for not helping you out. And it's like, how, how, did they, how were they supposed to know they were going to be responsible for you? Right. Exactly. They didn't ask for this. Yeah. And another thing uh, I've realized... Um, even especially in friendships because I'm not in a relationship so mm-hmm. uh, you know I'm, I'm learning a lot of this through my friendships um, and I have like a couple of friends who are very very codependent mm-hmm. and one of them even phrased like my lack or my my um just me refusing to like allow him to lean on me he said I think my standards are too high and I look like "Hmm, you're telling me that I'm not meeting your standards because I'm not taking responsibility for everything you do and for every emotion you have and for every thought you have I just I could not believe that and I think that many of us, and I, I don't know if this is like in every age group, it might be, but especially in my age group where we've placed just like we've placed our lives in the hands of our friends, like we make our lives about our friends. Like if my friends don't come to my birthday party, my birthday party is going to suck or I'm, I don't have no friends no more. Or if my friend doesn't post my or repost my story or repost whatever then I don't have no loyal friends 
it's like they become consumed by what their friends are or are not doing for them. I think that's because the friend, our friends are the family that we create. Okay. So like when when you're when your blood hurts your feelings, let you down, whatever. You can't I mean like you could either deal with it or not. Mm-hmm. But you know, y'all test that blood, you know, the test is gonna come up, come up a match. Mm-hmm. But your friends, um, they kind of see a side of you that your family may not see. Or they might understand you better than your family can. And so, essentially, it's like a soul tie. Yep. And that involves more emotions. I can actually relate to that. Like that, um, that soul tie aspect. Like my one of my best friends, um, who I just I don't know. We like developed a very very strong friendship, and there would be times where, um, like you know, you just get so used to like having a certain kind of dynamic with you and a friend, and then when it shifts, it's like you yeah. feel like some type of loss. Yeah. And that happened in our relationship where, you know, a shift took place, whatever changed his life, I automatically felt the strain of it. And I became like angry at him and I resented him for such a long time. Uh rather than and I feel like that's understandable. Like it's just, you know, you just hurt, but all the mis misplaced emotions just became like anger. And I just chose not to like ask like okay what's going on in your life until like probably months later like oh what's been going on and he felt a shift too and it's like we never actually you know were able to communicate it so we both had these assumptions that Mm -hmm. the friendship shifted and we both had or experienced a a loss and um it's like that's so unfortunate just how one simple moment of communication could like spare you a lot of pain you know that's funny because um so i have or had a friendship with this girl um and it was there there were three of us Mm -hmm. um two of us are still very much tight but she was the third one they were they were best friends separately from she and I. Okay. Um, and then we we all uh, were a part of the Delta Gems. And we were all like, oh, snap. So we became the trio. Okay. And so something happened at some point between the two of them. And they just up and broke up as friends. And I was just like, what happened? You know, but both of them still felt away. They stopped being friends for a very long while. And I tried for a very long while to like be the glue and to, you know, get them back as friends. Wow. At one point, my plan works. And then 
nothing ugly happened, but it like she was moving in her life. And so distances started to happen. But then like she and I still kept in contact and then that fell off as well. Wow. An acquaintance of hers ended up being one of my neighbors. And I knew that she still kept in contact with her. Mm-hmm. So I just nicely asked her like, you know, how, how have you heard from her? How she been? Cause, cause at one point she had been in an accident and I'm afraid I'm thinking she half dead. I'm ready to drop everything and go up to whatever hospital she's in. I'm about to knock all these people stuff over. Okay. And I didn't get anything from her. I'm, I'm calling her like, Hey, what what hospital are you at? I didn't call her little sister. Anybody around her who number I had, I'm calling them. I'm not getting anything from nobody. But then I get a message from her asking me for some money. Oh. Oh, my God. And then she put me in a group chat of 50 other people and was asking for money. I didn't respond to the individual message because I saw that she put me in the group message. And then she messaged me again, and I'm like, nah, I ain't got it. But then I later find out from this acquaintance that the the reason why she asked for the money was, of course, not the reason why she used it. Mm-hmm. So then she slid back in my inbox asking for money. And at this point, the acquaintance is telling me, like, yeah, I'm tired of her doing that, honestly, because that's not cool. She finessing people whatever and so when it happened to me i sent her a screenshot and was like have you gotten one and then that turned ugly and uh at this point like i've been wanting to talk to her to you know put the blanket on the fire like yeah this is what you need to know but no she wanted to be all hot-headed and she had uh just got with her fiance and you know so now she's feeling herself and it's like okay baby all you hearing is doves and bells in your ears so your judgment is also clouded so you just do you whatever the case is Mm -hmm. so you know to this day i still have yet to hear from her have yet to talk to her um if we talk we talk if we don't we don't Mm -hmm. but you know, a talk would help. So I, I I feel like at some point a talk is going to happen. And I feel like when that talk happens, she's going to have that duh moment. Of course. And then I got to tell her like, yeah, stupid. Like, this is what I tried <laughs> to tell you. So, yeah, we got to see what God said about that one. Do you think it's possible that she would be afraid to have the conversation with you probably okay because she gets really high-headed and you know she don't like to admit stuff until everything that blew up yep and she knows that i like to attack stuff head on like i got anxiety so you know somebody tell me we need to talk about what Let's talk right now. What happened? What right. I, I mean, get to the point. Honestly, no, we're gonna we're gonna talk later. No, we're gonna talk right now. What's up? 
Oh, you can't talk right now? Text it to me. Email me. FaceTime me. Something. Yeah. And that's the kind of energy I honestly love. Like, you know, even if maybe I'm not the one, you know, initiating or if the other person comes to me like, can we talk right now? Or I, I feel a certain way about what you just did. Or it's something you said to me yesterday that offended me. You know, I really appreciate mm-hmm. that type of proactive behavior rather than, you know, four months have passed and you got mad ten times and I never knew. And right. decided um, a million months later to be like, hey, so something you said to me back in uh, February hurt my feelings. And here we are in January of the next year. And it's like, did you not realize you were hurt back then? You know, right. like, you know, why why did you allow this to fester in your heart? And now when you're ready to have the conversation, you don't already develop the whole perspective of me and the situation. Right. It's like, what time you wake up? Okay. So, and I, I just had a situation like that. And I saw a post about this actually on Facebook about how unhealthy it is to walk away from a friendship and not, you know, say anything about it. And... Yeah, one of my friend, well, ex friends, just did that where she blocked me and deleted me off everything, and then came back a few months later, like, "Hey, um, are you free to talk?" And I looked at the message, like, I was finna send her notes. You alive? Okay, I'm like, I ain't seen no picture, no nothing regarding her. So when she texts me, I was finna say, "No, I'm not free." Cause why you want to talk now? Like that's a big pet peeve of mine. You should have been talked. And uh, back when I cared, honestly, because now I don't. So I told her I'll pray about it, and she got mad. So <laughs> I blocked her. Now you can be mad. Don't even kill me. Folks be mad when you ain't on their terms. Okay. Like, where's the understanding? Where's the grace? God. This is a revolving door. Honestly. Anyway, so I got time for that. But honestly, how I want to know in in your opinion, like how important is it to develop or to just have and maintain a sense of individuality in any relationship? I think it's very important to still remain yourself because you you were who you were before somebody, and you will still be who you are after that somebody. Mm-hmm. You should never change who you are or how you are according to somebody else. True. Because um, that'd be the problem that we have, too. People be trying to say that they, you know, I'm not really changing them. I'm just exposing them to things. Right, but you're doing it under a guise of what you want them to do, what you want them to know, and that is not fair. Um, so yeah, I think it's it's very important that you keep your individuality because also that's what that's for people who are in a relationship, that's what keeps the spice. Mm-hmm. Um, some people use it as a as something to look forward to, or it just shows that that like you you truly are an individual for example my boyfriend loves anime she me her cannot get with it (laughs) 
the man has been listening to an audio book that has about 3,000 chapters. Ooh. He's on like 1,850. And he has been listening to, I can't even tell you how long. But like, his personality matches mine. Mm-hmm. He's a male meat. He likes long movies. I like comedies. <laughs> yeah. He can't stand musicals. He can't watch a Tyler Perry movie worth his life. Oh my goodness. Well, like he he'll he'll sit through the movie, but it ain't something that he would genuinely genuinely want to do. Like I see why did I get married? I'm like, oh, hold on. Marcus. <laughs> he'll be like, oh no. Man, oh, come on, man, babe. Do we gotta watch this? How many times you can watch this? Like, I don't know how many times I've watched Living Single on my Hulu, and every time I replay it, he'd be like, "Oh, do you have to? Honey, do we I gotta watch some old? Like, it's crazy." <laughs> so that that's what that's what keeps the spark. That's what what shows, you know, what it is about you. And how how others perceive you in the positive light. Yeah. And do you think that friendships give you the time or just the space to practice for those romantic relationships? Like, is that a good way to prepare, you know, how you conduct yourself in friendships? I think it aids in it, but I don't think it is like, it, it might be like in the top five. Okay. Um, because people's relate people's friendships have different dynamics, mm-hmm. and people's friendships serve different purposes in their life. Um, like I have a group of friends from work. I mean, I look at them as family, you know, but the way that I interact with them, I probably couldn't interact the same way that I would interact with my daddy's side of the family. Um, Same as, you know, like I have a a group of friends that I keep up with from grammar school and we're kind of on the, the young, young black women on the up and up. We're like the living single. Okay. And my living single group is probably going to be a little different from my my college group. Right. Whereas, you know, we well the ratchet side of my college group, you know. <laughs> so, um it it does help though because of it, it helps with your communication. It helps with um, with learning to deal with different situations. Like uh, my best friend's grandfather passed away. So then she called me to, and told me I dropped everything, went straight to where she was. Um, I've seen my best friend through many different jobs. I've seen I've seen her become a mother. Mm-hmm. I've seen her get decked in the chest by her mama. 
you know so, mm -hmm. um so pe people's relationships are different so friendships do help with how you conduct yourself in a romantic relationship essentially your friendships become a part of how you carry yourself right and a part of how you move in your life um because my boyfriend could imitate how i am when i'm on the phone with my friends or when i'm around them he loves imitating me when he be yeah hey girl <laughs> and i'll be like can you not but he he know he knows what time it is. Um, we are planning for you know once once Rona stop running rampant around these parts, we're planning to go and visit Alabama State for maybe um, their Labor Day Classic. Okay. That's where all my classmates go to. He knows when I get down there, it is a complete wrap. It was Reynolds and Saran Wrap. Oh, my goodness. I can only imagine. That's the HBCU. Baby, he's going to see a show. Because he stayed, he stayed here for school. Mm -hmm. So he, he never got the experience of HBCU. The closest he's gotten to it is he has family that's from the South. So he knows the importance of, he knows how hard they go for football. And he knows how they are with uh, with Roll Tide, War Eagle, and all of that. Right. But that's as far as he knows. Oh, but baby, when he gets to 915 South Jackson Street. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh -oh. over. Oh, what Drake till it's over, till it's over, and it's far from over. And I just love that he's going to like, Respect that, you know, instead of hounding you, clinging to you, or just being all over you while you just try to be yourself with your friends. You know, and he's really, he's a loner. Okay. Well, I'm not going to say he's a loner. He's an introvert. He's, what he say? He, he put this on his clubhouse. He said he is a public introvert and a private extrovert. This man will be around a crowd of people, but you will catch him sitting in the corner with his phone charging, playing the game. Mm -hmm. um, but when it's me and him, like, like you might get him to engage in the conversation, but you have to be talking about something that'll pique his interest. But when it's just me and him, or if it's a smaller setting, I can't get him to shut up. That makes so much sense. And he's telling me about everything. I can simply say, how was your day today? I'm getting everything from when he woke up Ooh. to when he dialed his phone up. And a lot of the people, like, when I tell them that, they're like, I don't get that from him. Nope. And I'm like, hey, you kind of got to catch him. Right. So y'all are a good balance. Yeah. Yeah. 
it's, it's really it's really crazy um some of my friends are into astrology and they they've even told us that like astrologically we work okay and i was like oh okay then and i guess it it, it might help because like him and my mom their birthdays are four days apart mm-hmm. and that gets really frustrating oh <laughs> but <laughs> you sounded well out <laughs> It's like y'all, like why, why? Um, but their their personalities are similar, and I'm like, um, oh, it got to be some in that water, some in that milk. I, what is it? It drives me nuts. So how do y'all maintain like healthiness in y'all relationship? Um, we communicate a lot, (laughs) (laughs) a lot, um, because we can't let stuff slide, at least not for long. Mm -hmm. Um, we, we learn each other constantly. Um, and he does this thing where I, I I guess you can call it intricate learn, uh, listening. Mm -hmm. He pays attention to the smallest stuff that I never thought that he would have paid attention to. Oh my goodness. Like twice he's given me a gift based off of something I shared on Facebook that I forgot about. Wow. Like this past Christmas, he gave me a Winnie the Pooh necklace. He knows that I'm obsessed with Winnie the Pooh. But I ended up sharing a necklace or somebody tagged me in it or something. And I just, you know, fawned over it for, you know, for the moment. And then on Christmas Day, I'm opening up a K Jewelers box. So, um, so it's, it's little things like that. Um, and we try new things together. Um, we currently have a list of almost 200 restaurants that we want to visit all around Chicago. Um, a few of them we scratched off the list, but yeah, it, it's just, it's, it's always something and you, you got to keep it happening that way. And even when it starts to feel stagnant, um, one of us is bound to say like, Hey, some ain't, some ain't feeling right. Mm-hmm. Do you feel it too? And then It'll be like, okay, well, have you been feeling something weird lately? No. Sometimes we've gotten to the point where it's just like, I don't know what it is, but, hey, I'm good. You know, and uh, it was one time we had a miscommunication about something, but it just literally was not deep. And so it, it got to the point where we ended up just shrugging our shoulders for two minutes, not saying nothing, looking at each other. Wow. Because we literally could not argue about anything because there was literally nothing to argue about. Mm-hmm. So. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, now, I ain't going to lie. Like, when we get mad at each other, we know how to be mad. Like, we know how to not talk to each other if we that mad. Um, we know how to catch attitudes. 
will know how like we didn't did we didn't text each other in each other's face Peace. because we would not talk to each other mm-hmm. and uh we're part of the pothead crew we didn't pothead it without speaking to each other <laughs> dang passing the like, blunt and ain't talking it ain't said a word <laughs> that is crazy didn't watch tv and everything said nothing now i really don't know how we do it i mean at, at some point we end up talking Mm-hmm. And even then, sometimes when we end up talking, it's just like you gonna start talking to me like we just like we ain't just do this whole little you dig, and then one of us is going to be all like, huh, okay, I'm sorry, man." And then we kiss it out, and then that's that's what it is. All right. But how different do you think your your relationship with him right now would be if it was the shiny from? Back when you didn't have like high self esteem. Ooh, Chile. My relationship would be much different because back then I probably would have just held on to so much stuff mm-hmm. and probably would have just let it bottle up and then blow up later. I probably would not be in a relationship right now. Yep, sounds about right. Or I probably would would have been in the talking stage with somebody else. Mm-hmm. Because now, as a, as an adult, you know, while I love my relationship, I would still advise for other people to value your talking stage. Okay. Because your your talking stage is where you begin to start learning more about them. Um, problem comes in where people don't know how to communicate, so they use different vices to fill in that void, mm-hmm. i.e. sleeping with each other. Yeah. Or they can't hang out with each other without a blunt or without a bottle. You know, it's like bond over other things. Find out, like, like, Another thing we do, like, he'll, he'll ask me the most randomest questions. Even if it's stupid, he'll ask it. Like, he could, he could say some, something like, hey, did you used to rub glue all over your hands when you was a shorty? And then we then went into a whole conversation about the many times that we've done it. Maybe we reminiscing on uh, the way that we used to dress back in the day. Um, we also connect over music. Um, he's into 80s music and he's into the throwbacks um, and we've we've kind of started uh, I don't really want to call it a journey because it ain't deep <laughs> but <laughs> we we just started trying to find the songs that that we always hear at the parties but we won't we might not necessarily know whose song it is or it's one of those songs that like it's a one hit wonder, but it hit. And so we trying to just find out who it who what's the name of the song, who's it by, and then we keep that in rotation on on YouTube. I've 
I've gone on a hunt looking for older TV shows that I might have remember seeing as a kid or just hearing about mm-hmm. and keep that in rotation. It's, it's literally little things. Um, Usher got a song called Simple Things. He says, it's the simple things in life we forget. Yeah. You hear her talking, but don't hear what she said. Why do you make something so easy, so complicated? Looking for what's there in front of your face, but you can't see. Wow. Something that simple. Mm-hmm. We bond over. I see, think that's real intimacy, though. Like, huh? That's some. That's real intimacy between the two of y'all. Yeah. Like something that's small, but it's so. It's like something y'all cherish amongst one another. Yeah. Yeah, and that's something you build up over time. You can't rush to that. Yeah, and it'll be six six months, Lord, Uh-oh. six years <laughs> in March. Yep. March 29th will make six years. Oh my goodness. Of him getting on my nerves. I feel like I remember when y'all first started or when y'all I guess became serious. Yeah. <laughs> I used to watch your stories on Snapchat. Like y'all was funny. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh man. That was an era. But what advice would you give to someone who is struggling to just find some sense of individuality. Um, hmm, you mean just like just anybody in general or like somebody yeah. in a relationship? Or anybody in general. Anybody in general. To find individuality, um, you really just, I would say just uh, tap into things that bring you joy. Mm-hmm. Um, even if you don't keep at one thing just keep reminding yourself what it is that that makes you happy what makes you feel good for me it's watching old tv shows Mm -hmm. and eating food um at the top of quarantine i bought a whole thing of that keychain string and i was doing the boxes and the circles and the chinese staircase Mm -hmm. um like I, I reverted back just to to little things that you know kept me content, and I, and I'm you know level headed, uh, and and never never forget who you are, right? And you know put yourself first. A lot of times people uh, they give they give and give and give, and you cannot give. You can't pour from an empty cup. Mm-hmm. You got to be replenished. Yes. So whatever that is for you, see, in church, we'll call it the milk and the meat. Whatever the milk and the meat is, you get your portion. Oh, yeah. That's so good. You know, keep keep some in your Frigidaire. You know, if you need a midnight snack, go and get you some. That's so good. He said something so key, like, and it sounds so easy to do, to choose you first. 
It does sound it easy, doesn't easy. it? Like, choose you, take care of you first. It's like you you don't realize you're not doing that until you've already given yourself so much to the point where you're drained. Yeah. And then you have to, you know, like backtrack to get back to you. Yeah. And specifically, some people are conditioned to feel as if, you know, telling people no or putting yourself first is, you know, trash. It's on the bad end of the spectrum. Yeah. Um, or, you know, they try to throw Bible at you, you know, saying, you know, the Lord loves when when you do something for other people. Mm-hmm. But it's like, you telling me this out of your manipulation. Stop playing. Hello. So, um, we have to get out of that mindset. It's It's not a problem to do things for others. Because it's still, you know, it's still give and it shall be given unto you. Good measure. Press down, shake it together, run it over. Come on. Shall man give unto your bosom. With the same measure that you need. With all it shall be returned unto you again. That is the biblical sense of keep that same energy. Yes. (laughs) And what you put out, you will receive. That's called karma. Okay? So we, we still, you know, you still do that. But what you don't do is break your back trying to do something for somebody who wouldn't even lift a foot. Yeah. What you don't do is cross an ocean for somebody who won't even cross the street. Or won't even cross a puddle. That's so good. What you don't do is something that'll cost you your if it costs you your piece it's too expensive Mm -hmm. that's what you don't do because when when you start doing that that's when you start letting people get over on you Mm -hmm. when people start getting over on you they start finessing you and then they they keep letting it go and then they start feeling a sense of entitlement because then once you start once you start realizing what's happening and you stop allowing for that to happen then they hold on what's happening here Limited access? Excuse you? Mm. We can't have it. Especially going into 2021. We can't Come have on. it. Listen, this, this year alone has taught me so much about how to cater to me first mm-hmm. and invest in me first mm-hmm. before I start trying to rescue everybody. Mm-hmm. And it also taught me that I'm going to be me regardless of what, whether or not I choose to rescue people or be the perfect friend, be what everybody wants me to be, say what everybody wants me to say, all of that. If I choose not to do all of that, what pleases everybody, I will still be me. So why not? Period. Because it's not fair to you. It's not. You owe it to yourself, Literally. Yeah. And and for for the people who who are the, who are believers, you are with a God. Yeah. Cuz he created you in his image. That's far beyond looks. Come on. That means personality, mannerisms, the way you carry yourself, how you treat people, 
how your heart is, how, how, how you allow people to treat you, how you handle situations. Yeah. That, that, that's in totality. Is do people see me when they when they see you? Yeah. So you you literally owe it to yourself to be your best self. That's something that I'm learning every day too. And my job pushes me to do that all the time. That's why I really love my job. Mm -hmm. um, and if 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 it don't serve you, you don't need it. Yep. That's been at the center of like every single, every single episode I've done on this podcast, like at the center of that was, if it doesn't serve you, you need to get rid of it. If it doesn't cause you to bear fruit, get rid of it. If it doesn't feed you, get rid of it. Seriously. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, like, uh, Back in back in the MySpace days, it was the three F's. If you weren't feeding, fornicating, and financing me, what what you got to say? <laughs> but I'm safe, so you know I don't do all that. But same, sir, same. <laughs> you know, I, I don't I don't do all that. I'm not, I'm not a heathen. Listen, I'm not to be one. Hello, because. And that's that's the challenge in itself. Yeah. Okay, that's all about the episode. It is, honey. And I'll introduce it in the next one. But <laughs> yeah, so I'll um listen, I'll leave you all with this. At the end of the day, you are you are soil and honestly what what you give unto you is what you're gonna get. So if you give yourself like investments if you feed into yourself that i need to have peace i need to have this and that and all these positive things that is what you're going to get but if you focus all of your time on giving all of that something else somebody else and everything around you stuff that have nothing to do with you bearing fruit you will not bear fruit so honestly yeah. at the end of the day it's all about you and it's not to say that you need to be self-indulged. It's not to say that you need to be unhealthily selfish. This is to say that you need to not deny yourself what you're trying to give everybody else. You need to not disregard yourself. You need to not neglect yourself. And I really believe that this is the last year that people should be comfortable with being their last priority. Absolutely. There's a difference between self being selfish and selfless. Yes. And being selfish doesn't always have to have a negative connotation to it. Exactly. See, people, you know, they, they put the negative connotation on selfishness when it is them who who's not getting what it is that they want so or when it doesn't work out in their favor. Yeah. Then that's, ooh, you selfish. I can't believe you. Like, um, I had a friend who asked me for some money and, uh, and I'm like, well, boo, I ain't got no way to get it to you, whatever. Or no, it wasn't even that. I didn't have the money. Um, and so she was like, "Ugh, you suck. And I'm like, I, I suck, but 
you have no way to get the money. Even if I had the money, I couldn't give it to you. So you tell it. She was like, yeah, you stuck because you ain't got no money. Um, But you're the broke one. that was that was a reality check you know and 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 also you know make sure you stay on top of your payments with your reality checks yes okay you you always want to to make sure that you are making good with your reality check installments because when you're late then that's when we got a problem yeah yep Agreed, one hundred percent. So I, I would leave everybody with self love is the best love. Yes. Oh my. God. Um, and always be you. Do not water yourself down according to the next person, um, because the next person ain't got to be you. Mm-hmm. You know they they only know what it's like to be them. They don't know what it's like to be in your shoes. If I wear a nine and a half and you wear an 11, we're not the same. We don't walk the same shoes. I don't care if we're on the same street. We are not walking the same, the same mile. You might be walking down the street just going to the store. I could be walking down the street to get my cardio in. We ain't built to be the same. Continue to work on you before you try uh, wanting to be with somebody else because mm-hmm. that savior complex is real. People come in and they, oh, I see where you lack, and I feel like I can do something about that. So you have me to credit for when you do experience that. That's not what people need. Right. We we don't need a savior. One already exists. Hello. That's. What we need is for people to be their true selves. If people remain their true selves, I, I think we would be in a better position than we are. I appreciate people who are naturally jerks. <laughs> I appreciate people who are naturally mean. Now, you might still got me messed up. Yeah. And I still might want to hit you in the face with my fist. But at least that's how I know that's that's how you come it. And I know that that's how you come. I can make a decision to fool with you or not. Yeah. But when people got to put on airs, it, it actually, it, it takes much more energy to put on airs for other people than to just be yourself. Mm-hmm. Just like it takes more muscles to smile than to frown. Or is it the other way around? It takes more, mm-hmm. more muscles to frown than it does yeah. to smile. You see the, how much work you got to put in the negativity? Then you do positivity. It literally, oof, see, that's a, another episode, Lord. This is just showing me that we have to have another one. <laughs> like, we. Nah, you got to have me back. Like, yes, we, I, I'm going to have you back at this point. That's just. I'm, I'm very much enjoying myself. Th- this is lit. But I very do, very do. What is wrong with me? <laughs> I very well do want to leave people with, you know, find what makes you happy. Um, don't you don't let your happiness depend on others. Yes. Yep. For people who are in a relationship, 
Um, find something that continues to light your spark. Commu communicate effectively and frequently. Because um, it's, it's really cool when you are in a relationship where you ain't got to argue about stuff because you already talk about stuff. Yes. Even even if it's a small misunderstanding, it don't got to go zero to 100 every time you disagree. Learn how to communicate for yourself. Mm -hmm. My goodness. That's an individual thing, too. But I'm going to quit now because I'm acting like I'm Maya Wilkes. Not I'm not an authorist, and this is not <laughs> oh hell yes. But yes, you are. I really enjoyed this conversation. Um, Absolutely, all of them are. It was a very corrective conversation, and enlightening, and entertaining. And that's all I really aspire to do through having these conversations is to, you know, entertain, inform, and encourage. Um, because we need that. We always have something to grow in. So I just believe in providing the information that will aid you in your growth. And then whatever journey you're on, um, hoping that is a journey to wholeness, but whatever, whatever journey you're on, I'm hoping that this has assisted you. And I just want to give a big, big thank you to Shani for joining me and for dropping gems and basically preaching because absolutely no problem. Thank you for the opportunity. Um, because I, um, I'm still building my podcast. And so this, this helps me, uh, this helps open some, some doors and some windows to, you know, what it is that I need to do and how I need to go about doing things. But th this literally was fun. This, being able to just I, I'm I'm never in this kind of space. Like I'm mainly in this space when I'm just sitting around talking to my friends, being a heathen. Yeah. <laughs> but to professionally be in this space and to um to know that, you know, plenty of audiences will hear me. Um, I guess this could be my shameless plug for my socials. Yeah, it is. Um, so my Instagram is damn girl, you know everybody spelled exactly what what it sounds like mm -hmm. i don't do the shortcuts with spelling and all of that um and my twitter is capital i love with a capital l them with a capital t nine zero s so i love them 90s um i am planning to go into 2021 with a new platform i'm still uh choosing the name for my podcast and that's really what's uh what's holding me up um, but once we do that, I'm going to start a, a first episode, um, just doing introductory things, and then there'll be more in store. And Clubhouse is really helping me out too with learning stuff. You can follow me on Clubhouse at Rare Marvel. Um, yeah, I'm always down to talk. I'm down to make new friends. Um, you can find me on Facebook at Shiny Pitchfork. Don't be weird because I am ignorant and I don't have a filter. Um, don't take that lightly, y'all. She is serious. <laughs> I no, no, for 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 serious. Like I read people Ooh. for feels. Um, Jay knows. <laughs> I love it, um, honey. Front row. 
Ah, man, the the shade of it all. I still I still remember um when somebody tried me on your post and I called her dear heart. Oh, you ate her up. You sent me the screenshot and I literally screamed. I forgot who it was, but I remember that. Oh, but it's so many times you come on and my post like, because we got problems. I should be like, no, no, no. Some people don't, don't deserve that. Like, some people don't deserve that embarrassment. They don't, but but that's why I be asking first because I, I need to know, you know, is this shallow or is this deep? Right, right, right. Yeah, I, I have to respond to you seconds later. Like, no, nah, gee, it's good, it's good, it's good. It's like, oh, okay, we could, we could. I, I bet. So I advise y'all to add her. Like, for, listen, a host of reasons, but really to be entertained because she does not hold back. Yeah, I, I, I really just say what's on the top of my head. Like, people think that I just be sitting up thinking of what's supposed to be oh. crashing stuff to put on there. No, like, I am a natural nutcase. I blame both of my parents. Family, honey. Yep. yep. Yeah, and the family don't help it either. But yeah, you guys, be sure to follow her. I will definitely put all of her social media handles in the next post I put up. And yeah, stay in tune for more. I will show you. Yeah, we should start have... a series on stuff. Yes, yes. Uh, and yeah, me, me and you are going to bring. We're going to bring. Yeah, we, yeah we're going to rap about that later. Yeah. So I hope you all enjoyed. And thank you all for being on this journey with me. I love you all. And I will be speaking to you later. See you later.